This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Hey guys, this is James in Arkansas, and yes, you have more than one Arkansas listener. Uh, I would like to present my Islamic call to prayer as the names of the Ghostbusters. Zedmore Stent, Rankman, Egon, Winston Stent, Sankman. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hi, Tom and Cecil. This is Emily. Um, I was just listening to your podcast and heard the story about the, I don't know, governor or whatever, who was saying that we should kill all the homosexuals. And that sounded kind of uh, familiar to me. So what I thought is someone should find his number, put on a faux German accent, sort of like this. Hello, my dear. I was just thinking how wonderful it is that you are trying to reinstate the glorious plans of our fatherland. First we go after the homosexuals, and then we go after the blacks and the Jews, yeah? But anyway, keep up the good work. Or something like that. And anyway, I love the show. You guys rock. Glory Hole. Hey, Cecil and Tom. Uh, this is Steven from California, and just listening to an episode a couple back where you guys are making fun of the food babe for saying that uh, no amount of any chemical is acceptable to be eaten. You guys are making fun of her for that. I just want to let you know that you guys are idiots. Uh, I've actually read her book, and she has uh, a very strict dietary regimen. All you're allowed to eat is heat, gravity, and kinetic energy. No chemicals in her diet whatsoever. advise that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, live. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is, as of yet, no welcome mat. This is episode 214. Oh, hey, hey, look at that. No fucking you. crib notes. Good for you. You know, I got to say, I feel like I've really come around because not only have I not fucked up the intro in as many as two weeks. Right. Yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah. Three episodes. But I have stopped titling the notes. You have. Which is not useful. Right. Uh, and actually just muddies things for sure. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that increases your workload. And then uh, I've also been really lax about posting our stories to Facebook and Twitter. What do you mean by lax? Uh, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out I did it like a week ago and then I had some fucking, I had to get into a fucking online fight with some dickhead. <laughs> Mad, you're like, hey, I'm, okay, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Do it anymore. <laughs> guy is mean to me. He's a mean internet man. Awesome. 
<laughs> oh, you took your ball and went home. I totally took oh, my. I gotta God. stop doing that shit. God. So, but on the plus side, it is eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> on a Friday when we have started this. Ooh, yeah, baby. Riding this bitch in tomorrow. Tomorrow. My eyes have seen the glory hole whilst coming with the Lord, and he's rubbing out a vintage since his girth is quite engorged. He hath loosed his seed an immaculate stream from his terrible stiff sword. His truth is just BS. Glory, 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 ho! Glory, 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 ho! Glory, 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 ho! His truth is just BS! Oh, shit the bed. So our first story comes from WCTV.TV. Why is it WCTV.TV? <laughs> It's so redundant. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It should be WC.TV. Right? right? Or just yeah. WCTV.com. What the fuck is the .TV? Sla- That's horrible. That's the worst naming convention ever. Anyway, Panhandle Church. This Lu- is from the guys who don't have dissonance, disson- cognitive dissonance <laughs> podcast or something. As a, we have dissonance pod. Well, I like dissonance pod. <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs> Plus, I would rather type in dissonance pod. Than cognitive dissonance. Yeah. And cognitive dissonance podcast is just too long for you, R.O. We should change our name for our show to Pornhub. We get so many hits. <laughs> we should. We would get like, but wait, we can't. No, that's taken. Yeah. So it should be Pornhub. Pornhub, the Porn. podcast. <laughs> we would get so many hits. I think we get, yeah, we get a lot more hits. Oh, than my we God. Get. We'd be able to sell advertising space like a motherfucker. Oh, man. Porn Hub is probably taken. Porn- <laughs> we should call it Corn Hub. <laughs> We're from Illinois. Uh, yeah, I think it, it would work. Works. I think it'll work. <laughs> we find a lot of uses for corn in Illinois. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, like the Corn Hub site, that's a site you look at once. <laughs> Maybe twice. None of it is none of it is safe for work. None of Maybe it is safe twice. for work. Maybe twice. Yeah. Depending. <laughs> yeah, you don't bookmark it, but you but you think back, you're like, what was that stuff yeah. I was looking at last week? <laughs> you're like you're like two drinks in, you're like, Well, I'm in a mood. <laughs> I kinda like that popping action that was going so, on last week. So those kernels kinda get lost. Oh huh? God. <laughs> oh. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> They're not gonna shuck themselves. <laughs> like it's like Popeye. You remember when Popeye would be like, it's like takes all the girls. That would be awesome. Like cornhub.com. Get shucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should actually have a show. Uh, yeah. Again, wctv.tv.tv.tv.biz.gov.edu. Orgbizd. <laughs> Uh, Panhandle Church loses tax-exempt status. This is amazing. Uh, uh, Florida is America's wang. It's totally America's <laughs> wang, which happens to be out while you're at church. Florida smells like a fucking sock. Like the entire <laughs> state smells like a fucking sock. Like a dirty goddamn sock. It's, it, there are bathrooms in Florida <laughs> that you would not 
put a feces in. Like you look at it, you're just like, I'm not gonna go in there. Like, like that's not a. I would rather shit my pants and drive 20 miles in shit pants, in shit pal, piss and shit my own pants, and I'll drive down the road because I won't walk in the bathroom there. That's how fucking nasty Florida is. Scoop the yeah. shit out of my own underwear with my hands. It's like throwing out a moving car window. It's like America's litter box. Like it's the worst. It's, it's full not of sand. Hold on. It's full of sand and it's full of shit. That's it. That's all it's in Florida. It's sand and parasites. That's just all it is. It's sand and parasites. Uh, oh, in other Christ. words, fuck you, Florida. Uh, I went to Florida a couple of weeks and ago. And it sucked. It fucking sucked. Guaranteed it, it, it was Admittedly, it was nicer than Chicago because Chicago was like 2,000 degrees below zero. <laughs> they were like fucking woolly mammoths. They were like shaking themselves loose like, oh, this is my kind of day. <laughs> and I was down in Miami for a couple of days. And I will say the, like, the weird thing about Florida is you can, just, you can drive to a place, park your car, walk down a path, and there's just alligators. <laughs> I'm not even fucking around. There's just like you're walking down like I went to the uh, Everglades National Park. Yeah. And you're walking. It looks just like a fucking forest preserve like here in the, you know, Midwest or whatever. Yeah. Like there's just a walky path for old sure. people and bicyclists. Sure. And you just put that in the middle of it. There's a fucking like eight foot alligator like, sup? I'm basically a dinosaur. And you're just like, <laughs> well, what the? Why are you here? Why am I out of my car? Right, the like, first thing I, like, I saw it, I was just like, "Fuck no!" And like everybody else, was like, "Let's take pictures." I'm like, "That thing wants to eat your brains, man." Did you bring a raw chicken to throw to it? I was gonna bring a raw chicken. I just threw a toddler. Oh, because uh, like, like one of the one of the other tourists. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So They'll it hit a, the alligator right in the head. They'll bounce make, right off. Make a new one. Yeah, no problems. Say the story. Florida. America's litter box. <laughs> I love it. Go ahead. I love it. I lived in Florida for some time. Yeah. Uh, Panhandle Church. Why it loop. smells like that. <laughs> right? It's, it's still recovering. It's still... <laughs> there hasn't been enough rain down there I since left to wash like, it out. Mm, we need more hurricanes. Yeah. Like, that's not a... <laughs> It's like been a natural. It's been a nat- uh, like a natural disaster ever since. Like from the time you left until now. Ever since I left, they renamed natural disaster to just cleansing. Yeah, like just it's just like a, it's basically like a, a hurricane now is like a Florida douche. Before- <laughs> Before the hurricane, they just walk around with dawn and just spray every surface and be like, we hope, we hope the smell goes away this time. It's just, it's, can we airdrop Febreze? <laughs> <laughs> like a Huey helicopter? Oh, shit. Anyway. Yeah, so anyway, Florida. <laughs> How far in are we at this point? We're like 10 minutes in. Have we said anything I, We haven't said a single oh, thing. Oh, shit, the bed. Where are we at? Oh, God. Yeah, and we're nine minutes into this oh, fucking God. show. Take that, listeners. Oh. Uh, Panhandle Church loses tax-exempt status. I found this to be tragic. A uh, local church lost its tax-exempt status after officials learned that it hosted naked paint parties and slumber party Sundays featuring the, quote, sexiest ladies on the beach. Well, I guess when you say it like that, maybe it sounds a little crazy, but it doesn't sound any crazier than Catholic Church. It's true. Right? It's true. Also, you know, you walk by this sign, the first thing you think is, give me that old time religion. You right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, not, I'm okay with this sort of, this is a this is a, a, a different way for the church to go and it'll make me feel pretty good about it, I think. I would attend a church that was full of naked paint parties. Now, 
the church would immediately shut down sure, when I attended. Yeah, yeah. First of all, they couldn't afford the cost of the paint to cover my say, butt. They, they would not even have enough paint. Right. Yeah. They're just like, mm, first of all, sir, we kills. Got his, we got his left arm. <laughs> is that enough? Or Kills is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> They need to put it in one of those sprayers and spray it off like an elephant at the zoo, you know? They're like, sir, you're actually the only person we're considering using a primer for. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to put another coat on you. They've got like a team of dudes with like those big long rollers on fucking Yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Shunk, 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 shunk. Like it's like putting up wallpaper on one of those giant billboards. Right, one of those giant billboards, yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Except for larger, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah. no, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm scaling up. We're scaling up from there. team of people. (laughs) Like literally a whole team. This would be an okay bar to go, I mean, a church to go to. Um, I could get into this. That would be okay. I mean, because you go to, I mean, think about it this way. Normally, when you go to church, uh, you know, there's not a chance you're going to be able to get blow in the bathroom unless you get blown by, say, a 10-year-old, right? Right. So there's a chance you That's, could get blow in the bathroom. But you have to actually there. be clergy for that privilege. Yeah, yeah. How hard is it to be? I mean, it's like being a cleric. <laughs> it's Come like, on. right? It's not that hard. <laughs> well, it's that hard when the 10-year-old's <laughs> Oh, no! I know what you – okay, so uh. let's say you go to the bar at this place. Okay. I know what your drink order would be. I thought it up earlier, so I'm going to read it to you. Okay, okay, here you go. You would get a three wise men, a Virgin Mary, three nust- rusty nails, a crucified oh, nice. Messiah, and a zombie. Nice! I think you would get – those. I would, like them. That would be – and that's the whole Jesus story. But that starts to finish. It's actually, it's actually what you get around Easter because it tells the whole story of the passion. It tells the whole story. It's, it's, the, the, whole it's the whole passion. It's the whole thing. Start you got to the finish. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, if you finish all those, yeah, you're going to wake up three days later. And yeah. So I was going to say, and then it's seltzer water at the end is the resurrection. It's just a, it's just a seltzer, seltzer two acid. Seltzer water at the end, if you touch it, it turns to wine. So, yeah. <laughs> That's not wine anymore. <laughs> no. That's herpes. Oh. What, you know, I, I actually think this is clever on their part. To try to get around taxation, because I think that's that's all it is, right? It's just, it's just, dude, it's a party rave scene. They say it's patrons are charged a donation of twenty dollars at the door. Inside, they sell T-shirts with obscene gestures, (laughs) and signs on the wall say, "I hate being sober." (laughs) (laughs) This is a total party. It's like a party barge, right? That you're just saying, well, it's church, so we don't have to pay taxes or on it, and we could basically, they basically just buy a couple kegs. Throw a party and then charge twenty bucks at the door. That's fucking exactly. genius. It's exactly the same model, right? It's the same business. Model. I actually approve of this too because this makes us realize that tax exempt status for churches could it could reach into areas that we don't want to subsidize with our tax money. And this is a perfect example of that. This could be even be a Satanist church sure. that is sort of right. fucking with the system, you know. Yeah, like like churches that I don't want to subsidize with my money include all of them. All of the actual right. churches. Right. That I subsidize with my fucking money. Right. Um, you know, I, I I love this story, too, because you you look at something like this and you try to compare it like like people are like, oh, it's a slap in the face. And that's the quote here. Right. Right. Like the it says it's a blatant slap in the face to taxpayers. And it's like, well, what is actually more ridiculous that's happening behind those closed doors? Am I supposed to say that a bunch of young people fucking like tripping on fucking Molly are not having a more religious experience than the fucking old lady sitting in the fucking yeah. pew yeah. in her fucking Catholic church. Like, I would actually be willing to say that if you were to compare the spiritual or religious experience between those two parties, sure. 
I'm not fucking prepared to judge that. Are you prepared to judge which one is more sincere? I think they're both bullshit. So, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. They're both. I think they. I, I think they both have a chemical basis in reality. I think that they both sure. probably have, you know, some kind of hormonal or chemical connection to the brain. I think they're both fucking made up. Yeah, they have nothing to do with any higher power. I'm not here to say one is better than the other. Sure. And if, you know, I get to have a sexy slumber party. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Look, every at every Catholic church, there's a portion of the service where you have to kneel. Yeah. If somebody's kneeling at the sexy <laughs> slumber party. At least maybe we're having and, a good time. And the one thing you can't you can't really put down is the Florida. I mean, in Florida, women most of the time okay looking. Yeah, well, they give you a they're gunner, certainly, they're certainly you know? not Tennessean. No, you know what I mean. That's like, not I mean, crazy. Yeah, because you can only fit like three or four Tennessean women in Florida anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you get like four max, max. No, if you get a good prying bar, you can <laughs> you can leverage them in if there. If one of them's half on the water, you could fit five. So, <laughs> well, they got the Gulf. You could have a few of them bobbing in the ocean for. For latest, fish him out with a gaff and, you know, swing him in. So this story comes from the Egypt Independent, um, and the only reason I picked this story, Cecil, is so I could read former Grand Mufti. I love that. What the fuck is a Mufti? Well, they got a really nice hat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a Grand Mufti. So this is basically the fucking Grand Poobah. Uh, watching porn leads to atheism. Well, it worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I can't actually oh. argue. Like, I was like, well, all right. It, you know, you got me. Uh, the former Grand Mufti. So not to be confused. With the current. Folks, with yeah. the current Grand yeah. You Mufti. can tell the difference because one has horns on his hat and the other <laughs> one doesn't. He's got the yeah. tall hat. He's got the tall hat with, with the, the fucking little the, white yeah, horns yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yabba dabba Um. So anyway, this fucking idiot, he, he told a TV channel that was stupid enough to interview him for a thing. Uh, that wa- <laughs> A really desperate TV channel that had nothing better to do. It must have, it must have been a 40-degree day. Right. Uh, nobody's you know? got anything to say about a 40-degree day. It's like, it's yeah. not cold, it's not hot. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Who interviews these guys? <laughs> Who interviews these? Well, what did he say? Well, he said, he said that watching porn leads to atheism. Because industry, I can't even understand this. Because industry makers believe that the human body can be used in everything. He's got a point. He's got a point because it it basically gives you a whole new appreciation for underused body parts. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, I actually didn't think you'd fuck that. <laughs> but he's fucking that. I mean, really, you haven't lived until you've you've seen somebody elbow deep in vagina. I mean, I think I think that's sort of, huh. <laughs> Look at that. You're like watching and you're just like, you're not even turned on. You're just sort of like, it's you're like just discovery in, You're channel. just in awe. You're like, you're wow. Like, you're like, she's like a human puppet. <laughs> it's like, it's like fisty duty. Look at that. <laughs> 
at some point you're like you're like watching it with the same clinical detachment as like watching like Planet Earth yeah. on the BBC or like <laughs> or like the universe right. or something. It's like, it's like oh, oh my god, I wow. didn't. Huh? Huh? I wonder if you, I, I can put two hands in there. Right? <laughs> Bring me a pencil and paper. I need to make notes. I look at that. No, no, no. I'm not even turned on. I uh, no, in no. Fact, I I've gone beyond repulsion <laughs> just to a. Just I'm to, in shock <laughs> and awe right now. That's where I'm at. I just uh, I just didn't think the human body would do that. <laughs> I, well, look at that. It's, Are they really sharing the cup? What's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing he says too, Tom, he says pornography, which is made public and is circulated through magazines. <laughs> yes, said the grand. This is proof that he's the former grand. In 1985, right? <laughs> the fuck needs high color, glossy pictures of fucking vaginas spreaded. Like Who's, nobody needs that. Who I cannot imagine if somebody's like, hey man. You got a pornographic magazine? <laughs> yeah, hang on a minute. It's my fucking beta yeah, tapes yeah, or whatever. <laughs> if you have fucking Wi-Fi, ah, what do you need any of that for? Hang on a minute. Let me get out my fucking StarTac oh, flip phone <laughs> and call you from the past. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm going to look at uh, ASCI art of a naked lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> The ampersands are nipples, you know what I mean? You're kind of squinting. Kind of like, like, I got to kind of look at it cross-eyed. You hang know? on a minute. If you, the yeah. trick is don't focus while you masturbate. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually generally a good rule, which actually. It's nice still. curves. The parentheses are our ass. Right. You know? <laughs> so, oh, gosh. Yeah, whatever. Maybe it leads to atheism. Good. No, whatever. Good. Then fucking porn for everybody. Good. Cares <laughs> miniature American dildos for others. <laughs> Idiot. Father, and I ask that you would forgive us for taking prayer out of the schools. Father, when that happened, secular humanism flooded in. Father, it began to penetrate every part of the curriculum. Uh, this story comes from the raw story. Uh, Texas public school official says students will continue to hear Bible verses every morning. And I thought, every morning. Until the Freedom from Religion Foundation <laughs> files a lawsuit or the ACLU <laughs> right. files a lawsuit. And yeah. then every morning will be no, no additional mornings. mornings. <laughs> and no morning. <laughs> yeah. Basically, they're going to get alquisted. You know what I mean? Right. Like somebody's, exactly. Somebody's going to have a complaint and they're going to they're going to wind up getting fucked over. But the first thing I thought about this was, you know, even even if you go to Wikipedia and you search up one of the sayings in the Bible, just pick a line, one of the verses. It's different. It's four or five different translations of it. It'll say something totally different on sure, each translation. Yeah, right. And they can't seem to agree on a lot of different things, even just within Christianity, let alone opening this floor up to other religions like Buddhism or whatever it is, right? Uh, you're never going to open the floor up to that. It's whatever the no. pre- it's whatever the principle. I wanted to call him a priest, but it you know you yeah, get the same. I mean, you wouldn't have been that wrong, right? right? Uh, basically, whatever the principal wants to espouse that day, whatever part of the Bible he wants to wants to talk about, and he's never gonna he's never gonna multiculturalize it. He's just gonna it's just gonna be one monolithic thing that he makes that he sure, gets to right. decide. Yeah. 
And uh, and really, all you get to do is you get to convert people to your religion, your specific religion right. in a public space, which is against the Establishment Clause. So I, I can't see. And this guy is just like, fuck you, man. I'll do I what I want. <laughs> I'll do what I want. You're just like, wait, really? Enjoy a fucking breadline, son, because that guy, you're going to lose your job eventually. I don't care right. what state you're from. Well, the best part is that the superintendent is just like, yeah, I'm backing him up. And I'm just like, well, then you're also going to get fired, you <laughs> stupid motherfucker. And your job too, son. Right. Like, and, and I don't care how much the PTA backs him. I don't care any of that. None no of difference. that shit doesn't matter. You're going to wind up. You know, maybe they might not lose their job, but they're certainly going to walk away from this humbled eventually. Yeah, they're going to get yeah. fucking slapped eventually. for doing this. Eventually. And, yeah. Because the Bible says that this is what you're supposed to be spending your time on. You say, well, I have all these other important things. Well, what does the Bible say is important? Feeding and clothing your family is what this woman is spending her time on. She's getting up early to make food. She's making clothes. She's making, I mean, that's what, look, am I making this stuff up? I mean, that's what the time's going into. And so if this is not what your time is going into, ladies, you need to reevaluate, you know, the time that you're putting into your household. That's your main job. This story comes from metro.co.uk. Family of 14 Escape Christian cult where birth control was banned. This is one of those stories where you don't need the second line of the headline. Because when you have a family of 14, I think it's pretty motherfucking safe to say that birth control was banned. <laughs> That's a fucking litter of kittens. I'll tell you, they were in they were in New Zealand. That's where they they wound up. They they were in New Zealand and they escaped. No, they were Mordor. Well, no, how they escaped um, they just formed a human chain, and then they reached the Australian mainland. That's how they escaped. So, so good on them, you right? Know? Yeah, I, I, it's crazy. There's a picture of this. There's like a picture of like a newlywed couple, like fucking smoochy smoo, like in yeah. a uh, in like a weird. Oh, I thought one of them was a corpse. <laughs> you know, column A, column all right, B. All right, fair enough. I'm not. And there's like all these dudes with like the fucking skinny black tie that like means yeah, that you're yeah. like a religious nut. Like they're like carrying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you're all in the same uniform and it all looks horrible, you right. know you're a religious yeah. nut at that point. It, it, yeah. it, and like the, oh, hang on a minute. I got to put my bonnet on. Oh, <laughs> you're crazy religious. Ah, <laughs> uh, I get it. 14 people escape. Did you see the picture of their swimming? Hold on a minute. We're not uh, done with the pictures. Yeah, no, yeah. The swimming they is awesome. swim. These women are covered fucking neck down to their fucking. Yeah, they all look like toe. Mary Poppins, basically. <laughs> they look like Mary Poppins. It's like, like it's like Victorian England right. again. Yeah. They're all the least sexy made possible. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And they're like swimming in a big swimming pool in their clothes. Yeah, oh yeah, all of them. It's like yay, tra la la. Let's go swimming. <laughs> you know what I love swimming in? Twelve pounds of fabric. Fucking cotton water Literally absorbing my entire wardrobe. Yeah, That's right. what it's like swimming in. That's called drowning. That's not even called swimming. <laughs> it's called floundering until you it, it, it fucking wind up breathing fucking water. That's, when you escape with 14 people, though. And you're on, like, the Underground radio- Railroad. That's, like, six cars. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> like, you can't even get It's not even one. You can't even put them in one. Dude, that's actually... That's actually more people than Indiana Jones led out of the Temple of Doom. It's like a larger standing army than France. (laughs) (laughs) You can invade Moscow in the winter with this one family. When they ran away, when the family ran away, this is what it sounded like. (laughs) 
<laughs> they ran all into their clown car. And they got in their big clown car, and then they drove away. Well, and, and, who, and they, I mean, the clown car is kind of apt at this point because the woman's vagina is like bozo buckets. Yeah, you right? know what I mean? Like it's you bag a truck up into the thing. Like bozo buckets? Are you kidding me? It's like bozo dumpster. <laughs> at some point, bozo waste management. <laughs> fourteen kids. Fourteen. At some point, you're like, uh, honey, we're at a dozen. Maybe we should stop at a dozen. Because it's a goddamn dozen. Oh, my gosh. It's outrageous. The community, you could have like a whole sweatshop that's yours. Yeah, right? Basically your sweatshop. Like, you, when you have so many kids that Nike is interested in optioning you for, yeah, for work. Absolutely. You know, that's yeah. just too many fucking yeah, And kids. when they work, it sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> this whole show, you should just play that clip. And nothing else. <laughs> just just the whole that whole thing. <laughs> when they pray. <laughs> Sexy times. <laughs> well, that's about how fast you have to be if you have 14 kids, right? right? You really gotta get it in there. It's like Jeez. hang on. We're we gonna wake up the other 13. You know? <laughs> you gotta, that's a, the problem is just like, hold on, we're gonna have sex. Don't give birth. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put it on the calendar. Oh honey, we're gonna have sex next Tuesday. No giving birth. It's really uh. inconvenient. <laughs> You know, like, and when the kid comes out, he's fully clothed. You know what I mean? You know, with a bonnet on his head. He's got a bonnet on it. It's soaked in his little little outfit. It's like so. it's like the baby comes out, and it's like, do you want the skinny tie or the bonnet? I don't know. Is it a boy or It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't just, even matter. Just throw it in the pool fully yeah. clothed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. And then she winds up chucking him in the pool, and it sounds like this. <laughs> Too. <laughs> We're gonna get so many emails like your last show sucked. You just played the same clip a hundred times. Abortions for all. Very well. No abortions for anyone. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so this story comes from the Independent Catholic Bishop. This guy should not be allowed to speak in places. No, like no, and I don't even mean in public. Yeah, no, I just, just mean like... in places. Like, you know that thing we like. You're like, I'm gonna zip my mouth. Like, this is a guy whose mouth should be fucking hermetically sealed, <laughs> like fucking Agent Smith style. Right? Like, we're like, getting... right? Yeah. yeah, he should be fed with a fucking feeding tube because. Okay. When he opens his mouth, he says something horrifyingly offensive every single time. A Catholic bishop says women who become pregnant through rape should not destroy a life in order to get back at the rapist. Well, I don't think that's why they're doing it. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think that's why the rapist raped them. Yeah, The I rapist ra did not rape them to think, man, I can't wait to populate the world with my genes. Right. Oh, yeah, I'm really kind of... Were they Attila the Hun? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> is that who it was? Which one was it? I that... think it was Attila the is Hun. Is it the Hotel? It's the other one. No, it's the other one. Mongolian. Well, who's the Mongolian guy? It wasn't Attila? Maybe it was. No, I'm 
Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Took me a minute because I am slow. Genghis Khan. <laughs> that's who it is. Genghis Khan is the one. So he's the one who's like, they, they found his DNA like all over the world. Oh, whatever. right. Like, yeah, where like almost everybody yeah, is descended from yeah. Genghis and, Khan. And they, uh, I don't know that they know if it's Genghis Khan, but they know that it all leads back to one right. sort of source, right? Right, right. And so they presume that it is, I think. I, I don't really whatever. know anything. I don't. I didn't really read a lot. I think I, re- I listened to like a radio lab on it or something. I think I like, listened yeah. to the same thing. Or it was like a fucking This American Life, whatever it was. It or was, hardcore yeah, history, maybe? Maybe it was a hardcore history. Yeah. Where they just talk about it for a little bit. But in any case, it's a, this isn't why nowadays people are raping other people. No, it's, it's not. not so that they could say, well, you know, then she's going to be stuck with my baby. Nobody right. does no, it's that. Like, I raped her so she'd have kids and I yeah. want to be a dad. Like, <laughs> oh my God, that's the worst. Yeah. No, it's that's because you're a fucking a, awful human yeah, being, yeah. you know? And exactly. Like, and it's about power and, and right. sex. And you know, there's right. there's a lot of reasons why people rape. And I can't imagine that, though. You know, because if you're going to say something like this, if you're going to say you don't want to get back at the at the father this way, nobody's – first off, nobody's thinking like that because nobody – because the motivations that you're applying to the rapist aren't even the motivations for raping. Well, plus, can you imagine like – the rapist is like, no, don't kill my baby. I created through raping you. <laughs> ah, big tears of sadness. I can't believe that she killed our baby. Why didn't you love him? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe because you're a motherfucking rapist, yeah. you horrible goddamn human being. And and what he says in this story, uh, I think, speaks to how a lot of people think about a lot of different issues. And what he says is something like. Yeah, I, I I thought that, you know, it wasn't uh, that this one person came to him a while back. It was somebody who came to him and they had been raped and then they miscarried. So they had been raped and then they miscarried and they came to him and they said something like, I'm very sad. And he said, oh, I would have thought that this would have been a good thing for you. And she said, no, the only good thing I had going was the child. That and that's fine, right? There, I'm sure that some people can find that yeah. diamond in the rough and think, you know, my life is shattered, but you know, at least I have this baby and it's part of me, and I'm going to love it and care it. And and okay, well, those people, that's what they want to do. And I'm not even going to say good on those people because who cares? It's a personal, it's a personal decision. decision. Right. It doesn't matter, right? But what they th- what they automatically think is that they need to make sure that. They put some something in there that they put some sort of prohibition on it so that they – because they think that no matter what, it's going to be mandated that they – that they get rid of the baby because you still have the choice to keep the baby if you want to keep the baby after you're raped. It's not like anybody's taking that choice away from you. I don't even think people come come up to you in like rape crisis centers. They just probably just ask you if you want it. They don't. They're not trying to push it. Advocate. They're not saying. Yeah, they're not right. saying. Hey, man. You know, you really should think to get the the rapist baby out of you, or take this stuff to make sure you get the rapist baby out of you. Here, take this a day after pill or whatever it is. I'm sure that they say if you want the day after pill. I'm sure they say, would you like the day after pill? But they don't come up to you and be like, fucking. Nobody's the pushing first shots the free. Come, you know. Right? They don't walk yeah. up with a trench coat full of fucking day <laughs> after B. pill, right? You know. They, yeah, it's, it's yeah. just a ridiculous. But I think that they they get this idea that if they if they allow it, then everyone will do it. Yeah, but right. not everybody's gonna do it, man. Just fucking let the people who are gonna do it do it, and then shut your fucking mouth. Yeah, you know. Like, the idea that somebody from the outside, from an outside perspective, would look at somebody else who's been fucking 
traumatized and victimized and then fucking impregnated against their will and be like, well, I have some thoughts about that. Yeah. Well, you know what you should do? <laughs> Hang on a minute. I, hold on. Listen to me. I've got some fuck. Are you kidding yeah. me? Who gives a fuck what you think? Right? Bro. I can't even yeah. imagine to be like, I am. So, and like, I would be like, that- be like, it'd be like somebody who has no children giving someone parenting advice. I will. But I will take that even down. Like if, if I fucking wake up and I've got the flu. And I'm like, I got the flu. And somebody's like, you know what you should do? I'll be like, fuck you in the ear. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Don't even make me. Don't make me. My audience listeners, Tom is very cranky when he has the flu. He's you very, know, like, very cranky. It's like, I guess I guess I feel like, shut your fucking mouth unless yeah. I ask you for your advice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, if I ask you for your advice, you give it. If you're one of a handful of small advisors in my life that I am fucking really close with, give your fucking advice. If you're some fucking dude who's got nothing to do with the situation, then your fucking job in my life is to shut your fucking mouth. And it always feels like, I mean, maybe I'm wrong and maybe the listeners know this, but you know, it always feels like dudes that want to tell chicks to be like, hey, you should kind of go to term with that rape baby. And you're like, wait. What is it? Shut your fucking mouth, right, dude. Right. Because even if you get raped, which is totally feasible for a dude to get raped, sure. right? It's you're totally, not going to be impregnated. You're not going to be. It's not like you're walking away with some sort of baggage from that situation, right? Some sort of physical baggage that you now have to take care of for 18 years. The only thing I can imagine that would be even remotely analogous would be like if you got raped and then you came down with an STI, sure, and somebody was like. Well, you got to keep the STI. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, like, okay, I'll name it gonorrhea. Right. You're like, <laughs> but there's a fucking cure for it. Yeah. And they're just like, no, you got to live with that STI. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah. And take care of your good, STI. Yeah. Like, every day your fucking yeah. dick is going to fucking gonna... drip goo. <laughs> you know, you're going <laughs> to goo your drawers every day. <laughs> Oh. oh, we should move the fuck No, on. we can't. Not yet. No, the we dude, can't because the this dude guy keeps fucking talking. also said that he compared. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, being gay to being with Down syndrome. I'm going to read. He said, when asked if he believed being born gay was something God had intended, he said that would suggest that if some people are born with Down syndrome or spina bifida, that that was what God had intended either. Part of me says, like, well, you almost get it, man. You almost you you're close. You're close. You're really close. Yeah. Because I think what he's tacitly acknowledging here without coming out and saying it is that, like, well, hang on a minute. The presence of involuntary human suffering through no fault of the individual is antithetical to the idea of a beneficent God. So I reject that. Right. 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 But he's yeah. not willing to then he's take, not willing the to take that step next step and say, that next so step. therefore, no God. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying that that's the reason the, that, I'm, that but, I don't believe. But the but. next step, what that does for him is it allows him to wipe all the negatives away from the thing he worships right. and place those negatives in his own life to then discriminate against other people. Right. So it's, it's, it's really a. Uh, a leap of logic that allows him to do all the wrong things. <laughs> right? a, literally all of the wrong things. <laughs> only going halfway yeah. is, is, is it's the worst. It's the absolute worst thing you could do. <laughs> it's it's so, crazy. It's so bad. And like to look to look in the eyes of people who are like, I'm fucking born with a thing. And it's like, well, God didn't intend you. <laughs> Be like, well, then why did this happen? Well, and, and yeah, exactly. Like, what's your explanation? Exactly. What's your explanation? Did he fall fuck asleep at the switch? Like, right. what the fuck happened? And 
are you saying that having Down syndrome is a sin? Is that what you're saying? Right. I mean, when you're comparing the two, if you're basically saying, oh, well, this, is that a sin too? Because I know you think that being gay is a sin. Yeah. And I can't imagine. First off, I can't imagine. Have, have you? I've been around. I used to work with a Downs kid. Yeah. Uh, when sure. I was in a, I worked in a cafeteria. She was the brightest ray of sunshine I've ever met. She was just always happy, unless you fucked with her. Uh, and not <laughs> not fucked with her just to fuck with her, but fucked with her schedule or messed up her routine. <clears throat> if you mess with her routine at all, she became really, really agitated. But most of the time, she was just happy and smiley and just a nice little girl, just a really sweet girl. She always just seemed very young. That's all I remember was like she seemed okay. very young. She was older than me, much older than me at the time. But she always just seemed like she had a very young attitude. And she was great to work with. Are you saying that's an evil person or something or that person needs to go to hell? If that because you're comparing the two, you're conflating the two. Absolutely. And and plus, I think that this acknowledges that homosexuality is built in in the same way that down syndrome is built in, right? Right. So you're acknowledging by saying this that homosexuality is just you got nothing to do with it. The same way you have nothing to do with whether you're down syndrome or not. You know, yeah. it's a chromosomal abnormality. Right. So and then I, it makes me wonder, too, like what level of physical or other defect is involved in God's decision making? You sure, know, like if you're sure. born, you're like, oh, I got fucking like a slightly wonky back. And it's like, <laughs> God didn't intend you like, oh, <laughs> uh, what? Like unless you're like unless you're born oh. like and like a hundred like, oh, I got a fucking lazy eye. God didn't intend you. I got an astigmatism. All these poor people with these basic uh, like right. abnormalities are suddenly not wanted by God. Right. Like God's just like, I really only intended yeah. Ted. Here's the thing. Like, that's just Here's Ted. the thing. God didn't intend anything. Right. Turns out. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain. And you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa. And you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this story comes from the Raw story. Christian University shuts down bake sale benefiting a homeless LGBT youth. There's the Christian way, folks. What a shithole Adams oh University is, huh? God. Like, it's like, hey, you know who we should help? People who have got no place to live. No. But we'll do all the work. We'll literally do all of it. We'll bake the fucking shit. We'll sell the shit. We'll give them the proceeds. No. Yeah. Like, not on our dime. That's not big enough. Like, Sorry, that's not. It's not Adamson. It's Andrews University. Oh, Andrews University. Andrews University. Yeah. Um, like I, 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 it's it, in Michigan. Fucking Michigan. Michigan. Fuckers. The fucking mitten of America. <laughs> <laughs> When your fucking selling point is Detroit, go fuck yourself. Right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, if nothing else. At some they also point, have the big city of Grand Rapids, too. Oh, that's, that yeah. is the big the city. Big We've city. been told yeah, that that's the big, the big city. city. The big no, city. no, that's ridiculous. Yeah. They also have Green Bay, which uh, that's, that's like Wisconsin. Canada light. That's, oh, that's Wisconsin? <laughs> God damn it. I was going to make a football joke. You were going to make a football joke. Detroit but, Lions is really your only pass here. I got you nothing. You have to go to the Tro Detroit Lions. No, must... I don't have anything for the yeah. Detroit Lions. Well, they... I was going to make a Green Bay joke. Is the, st is the stadium abandoned, the Green, Green Bay? Uh, I wonder if who it's cares? like an abandoned, <laughs> abandoned building. It's a seller for $5. <laughs> 
Fucking Detroit is a fucking shithole, man. I can't. There's literally like two places. There's two blocks worth of shit in Detroit, and the rest of it's all garbage. It's all <laughs> shit that's falling down. Like, that's all it is. It's just fucking, it's like an entire city that has, fu- it's like fucking life without people up there. It's the craziest it's, shit I've ever seen. It, this is a city that still has the abandoned Packard plant. Like, at some point, <laughs> like, they have not built a fucking Packard in, like, six, like, 50 years. I don't know yeah. when they stopped building yeah, them. Yeah, sure, yeah. But they didn't make them while I was right. alive, yeah. right? Yeah, And at, some, at no point in the history of Detroit was anybody like, I'll buy that, knock it down. <laughs> Instead of just like, fuck it. You know, that building, yeah. people walk out of Detroit and nobody walks back in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... People are like, oh, I'm moving out of Detroit. Detroit's yeah. like, fucking close another person. Yeah, they, yeah, like, exactly. I'm literally going to get no yeah. additional. No I, other people. Have you ever in your life heard of somebody say these words? Hey, I'm moving to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever said that. Is it? They should make like the next escape from L.A. like escape from Detroit. <laughs> I remember. Because you could set it in modern day. Like, you wouldn't have to fucking have some weird apocalyptic future. It's already, it's already apocalyptic, apocalyptic there. Right? Right. The only the only problem is that it's unsafe to film. <laughs> right? you, can't, you can't shoot on location. It has to be green screen. <laughs> you got to green screen the whole thing. It's actually yeah. safer yeah. to build a time machine <laughs> and film it post-apocalypse. <laughs> it's actually safer to go because there's less humans willing to shoot you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you got to look out for the zombies, but fuck them, man. You can outrun them, you know? You're like, jeez. Okay. Okay, it's basically the road. Like there are there are people, like people with like human jerky strung up on fucking buildings. It doesn't like yeah no that's modern day Detroit. Like no that's Detroit. I was reading an article this week actually about um, like like homes for sale in Detroit for five hundred dollars or something. Oh and god, like, that's the worst five hundred dollars I've ever spent. And it said it said like the homes were too good to be true, and I thought. Yeah, so if they're mobile homes, maybe. And I thought, they're in Detroit for $500. They don't even sound good. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this is an area where I wouldn't buy it. Like, like, for really, I could cash in only a tiny portion of my 401k and buy a city block. You could. Absolutely, yeah. And it would be a bad investment. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You're supposed to buy the worst house in the best neighborhood. (laughs) Where the fuck do you find it? You're like, you're like... $500 $500 and I'm underwater. <laughs> I stayed there one time and it was a fucking, it smells like a fucking, like somebody <laughs> took a dump on the sidewalk. It's the worst place I've ever visited. I fucking hate Detroit. What a shit. Everybody hole. hates Detroit. It's required. Nobody by likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, these people in fucking oh, yeah, Michigan. Story. <laughs> yeah, fucking, the, the university shuts this down. They shut down this LGBT thing. But I think that they could have put in a little stricter rules instead, and they would have been able to, I think, go on with the bake sale. One thing they could do is maybe make sure they don't pr- place the gingerbread men next to the, the next to the other gingerbread men. They have to separate right? gingerbread ladies and gingerbread men go together, but you can't do gingerbread men and gingerbread men. Well, otherwise, if you put gingerbread men next to gingerbread men, you'll never have gingerbread children. No. Because we all know that, <laughs> that two gingerbread dudes. Yeah, that, you, those are called ginger snaps, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
girls, girls would be banned, I think, from buying lady fingers. I oh, think, yeah. nice. Yeah, you got nicely done. You know, well, right. and, and they would only be able to buy, bite them one knuckle at a time. They can't put them <laughs> all the way in their mouth. But they can buy yeah. lady fists. And they certainly, <laughs> they certainly can't put their holes, their fingers in the holes of the butter cookies either. That's, They're not allowed to do right. that. That's not a. No, you don't want to no. fill your fingers with those. You don't want to do that. Yeah, that's The a guys shocker. aren't allowed to eat the dicker doodles. Those are bad cookies for the guys. The women can have them all they want, though, I think. The Glorios the are. Glorios. <laughs> The best part about the Glorios is you can put them, you can give them to both the guys and the girls. Because right. And they start with the white filling. Yeah. So it's like and somebody's already been there. Somebody's already <laughs> been to the Glorios. <laughs> yeah. I, what a shithole uh, university, though, if they're going to wind up taking away. I mean, there's plenty of Christian universities all across the country that, that have LGBT communities Absolutely. that wind up, you know, utilizing the school facilities to help facilitate their particular club's needs and wants, and there's no issue. There's right. no fucking issue whatsoever. But this Andrews University has to go out of their way to be fucking cocksuckers and make it so that they can't give this money away to some really, really, really useful and necessary cause. Tom, what do you say we donate to this cause? I say let's donate to this okay, cause. Okay, so what's what we'll do? We're going to wind up donating, I think, $500 to this Great. cause. We're going to – because I think, you know, if they can't sell cookies – here's the thing. I would just buy all their cookies if they had cookies. I'm actually considering the cookies right now. <laughs> I, I'm – I like – like, cause is great. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, $500 buys me a lot of cookies. I think we should donate to this cause, though. Let's do it. And we'll we'll put it – man, we, we, we challenge the listeners, too. We're gonna put, can we put something on our page? We're gonna put the we're gonna put it on this episode, episode two fourteen. We're gonna put a link to this cause. It's called Fierce Chicago. Fierce Chicago. So we're gonna wind up donating to it. You know, I can't think of a better cause uh, for home because they they even say in here homeless homeless LGBT is a huge homeless population. Man, it's an enormous homeless population, and it's the the most abhorrent of the populations that are out there because, you know, when a lot of people look down their nose at the homeless, they always look and try to make it feel like it's their fault. It's right. their and fault they're out there. The this was blend. a choice that they, that they yeah. made to get out there. You know, when you're just a gay kid, there's nothing they've done in their life that right. deserves them to be ejected from their house. You can look, you know, I, I, I don't agree with the people who look down their nose at the homeless and say, well, they made a choice to get there, like whether through drugs or alcoholism or they lost their job or they're lazy or whatever it is, whatever thing they want to pick on the homeless about. I don't agree with that. But at least in those cases, maybe there was a reason that that person did in one case choose to do. They, they chose a path in which that led them to a, a less than ideal life. This in this case, there's nothing you can there's say. No about choice that. That there's made. no choice that was no made. No choice was made. It was all. all made by the parents. And so so I think that, you know, this is a very worthy cause. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. So this story comes from Raw's story. Quit your job if you work with Buddhists so you don't get infected by it. <laughs> this is a man wearing a teal sport coat. You get it is te- that is that is fucking Johnny Carson sport the, coat. It came right off his corpse. Uh, this is yeah. well, well, one corpse to another. <laughs> look, you know, look. The thing is, is when you're not shriveled, you've got to right? find you've got to look for clothes on the right <laughs> mannequin. You know what I mean? I this, this is a man. Legitimately wearing a teal sport coat and a pink tie. That is something, isn't it? Right now. It, look at his eye slots. <laughs> That's what they are at this point. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a face helmet, and he's looking out through his eye slots. 
gosh. That's unbelievable. That guy it, is ready to die. That's all just, I'm saying. I, I, I'm, I, but again, I know I'll be I saddened. I will. I'll be saddened. We're going to the funeral. We we are going to have an event. Yeah. When that happens. All right. So this is Pat Pat Robertson on the 700 Club. He's talking to his his bobblehead's going to read the email and then he's going to talk. To, I'll talk about it. Okay, Pat. This is Tina, who says I work in an environment where all of my coworkers are Buddhists. They talk about Buddhism all day long and try to preach to me. Where do you work? Do you work at like a like a Buddhist temple? Like what? Right, that's what, what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> I work in a place filled with preachy Buddhists. I think you're lying. <laughs> I actually think that what you're doing. I think this is a Poe. Yeah, writing this and just substituting Buddhism for Christianity. I think you're probably right. You know, yeah, yeah. I think it's got to be yeah. it because there is no place I filled with thinking, preachy Buddhists. I was thinking what would be awesome. I'm a I'm working as a janitor in a Tibetan fucking <laughs> I know like a Tibetan monastery. Right. Yeah, I was thinking it would be really funny if we could start sending him messages that say um dear Pat, I would like to talk to other people about uh about Jesus's glory. Uh whole groups of people <laughs> have not experienced that Jesus. would be so funny wouldn't it be funny if there's some way you could get her or him to say glory, glory hole? hole that would be, that would oh be my God. amazing uh but i you just got to make sure that he reads it somehow you know and then the other problem too is like you'd have to watch it right you would have to watch but here's every single time we wouldn't have to our listeners would send it to <laughs> they would never watch are you would, kidding somebody would you know Joel McHale from the soup would find it. He would. He would find it. Dude, yeah. we would be on the soup. Yeah. <laughs> I could die happy. <laughs> which is good because at this yeah. fucking at this the way this body's been treated, I'm gonna die soon. <laughs> gonna so die soon. You better I may as well die happy. Yeah, so here's these preachy Buddhists. Everyone around me knows Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me to a monastery where the last airbender was. <laughs> It didn't matter much to me before, but since I recommitted myself to Jesus a year ago, it has started to bother me a lot. I remember our pastor telling us to teach others about Jesus so that they too can receive the salvation. However, every time I approach my coworkers, they end up offending me in ways that I feel are criticizing the word of God. <laughs> Kung Fu fight! Oh, oh no! Uh, you know it's so funny. I was watching Dan Savage this week uh, talk to somebody on CNN, and one of the things he said, which was great, and this reminds me of uh, of this because what they're saying, what she's saying is she's saying I'm trying to teach them about Jesus, and they're talking about becoming whatever. Yeah, right. And he's saying and and if you're trying to teach somebody about Jesus, you expect them to convert. You expect that they're going to try to convert or try to lose their own religion and come over to your religion. And one of the things that Dan Savage said this week which I thought was great was he was saying, "I'll remind you that being gay is not a choice, but Christianity is." And constantly right. people try to try to convert other people to other religions. Being a, a certain religion is a choice, but being gay is not a choice. And it's funny, it just reminded me of that because he's, you know, clearly that's the game plan of most religions is to get out there and fucking convert the other team. Yeah, it's right. like fucking Increase spy versus yeah. spy, man. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. But if I argue, I end up offending them. What should I do? Should I continue to insist on helping them or get a different job? Also, is this a sign that this is not what I'm created to do to minister oh. to others? Look, uh, if you are uh, healthy 
and there's a mild contagion around you, the chances are you won't get it. But if you put yourself in the middle of a hospital ward where everybody has that disease except you, sooner or later you will be infected by it. What? Yeah, well, look, here's the thing. If you get surrounded by Buddhists, right. you will become infected with Kung Fu. Ha! <laughs> That's how that works. That how that that's works? why that's why you don't even have to like put in the time in the work. You can just do flying jump kicks if you live there for like three years. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Are all Buddhists Kung Fu masters? All of them in this scenario. Oh, okay. That I just made up. <laughs> all of them. All of them are. Well, if all if all Muslims are fucking really good with a head chopper off, <laughs> all Buddhists are good at karate. Well, to be fair, I am a fucking idiot. Admittedly, so, admittedly. Yeah. To cut the head off with a karate chop takes a lot longer. <laughs> it's just it's like days and days and days of the karate chop. They both take a lunch yeah. break. Like, that's yeah. oh, all right. No, it's fine. Now, there's one thing for you to be ministering to somebody who's of a different persuasion. But if you're in the middle of hundreds and hundreds of people who believe that way. Hundreds and hundreds of people who believe that. Where do you work? Not many people work in a corporation with hundreds and hundreds of people. Not many people work in a corporation with hundreds and hundreds of Buddhists. <laughs> Unless Where is like this corporation? In a different country. Right. Must be. Uh, Pat Robertson, here I sit. Again, here I sit at the top of this mountain. <laughs> I just can't imagine where you are. Where are you? The plot of Kill Bill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I work in fantasy land. What do you do? You've got an uphill fight, and I, I think your best thing at that point is to withdraw with dignity. Get out of that environment because they're going to get to you before you get to them. All right? They'll make you think their thoughts. <laughs> and then you'll realize that there's more than one way to think about the world. Did I, soon... I might have mentioned. I don't know that I mentioned it on this show, but I might have. I used to work with a guy. This was years ago when I was, you know, just I, I wasn't I was agnostic at the time and I didn't really know what I believed. But I know that I was Christian at one point and I had a feeling like I missed it or missed something about it or um, really just didn't think that there was nothing, you know, that sort of thing. Like I just I, sure. I didn't have any any thoughts about it, but I just also felt like it would be be a shame if there wasn't something else, something, you know what I mean? Okay, like you just yeah, you get that right, feeling, yeah. especially if you're a Christian, it's just how you grow up and you mm -hmm. just sort of have this expectation. And so I was reading Buddhist books and I read a couple of different Buddhist books and they were like the old timey Buddhist books. So it's like, you know, yeah, like the Tao Te Ching. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like the Dharmapada or something like that sure, is called okay. something I forget. But I was reading it, and I remember sitting reading it on break. It was we were at, I was at this plumbing warehouse, and I was working, and a bunch of people were reading. And, you know, you do different shit while you're on break. Everybody took their lunch at a different time because it was one of the shittiest jobs you ever had, right? <laughs> it's just a shitty manual labor job where life sucks, and nobody can take a break at the same time because it's just like there's a million things to do all the time. So right. I'm taking a break by myself, and this guy comes walking by, and uh, and he's this older guy. Uh, and I, he never really preached to me much. He was never really one of those guys who came. I mean, you could tell he was like a Jesus guy, but that was really it. And he asked what I was reading and it's a big, thick book. So I think he probably thought I was reading the Bible because what else do you read that's big and thick sure, unless it's right. like war and peace or yeah. something. And I said, oh, I'm reading this book. And I mentioned, I said, oh, it's, and he asked what it was. I said the name of it and I forget what it was, but he, and then I said the name of it and he said, well, what's that? And I said, oh, it's the, it's, it's a Buddhist book. He said, well, you got to watch out when you're reading those. And I said, what for? And he said, well, 
you got to watch out because that's how the devil will get you or something to that effect. And I said, wait, the devil? I said, the devil is in <laughs> the Buddhist work? And he said, if it's not Jesus Christ, it's the devil. <laughs> he walked away. He walked away. You like go to 7-Eleven, you're like, I'll have a Gatorade or a the devil aid. It's literally everything else. Right. Everything else is the devil. So it wasn't Jesus Christ. So it was the devil. And that's how people think. That's how that's how Pat is talking here. Right. Yeah. He's and this is another another line of bad reasoning from Pat to basically leave your job when you might not be able to. Remember when he's talking about like fucking selling your clothes if they're haunted, selling know, your house right? if they're haunted. Like this is a rich man telling regular people how to live. Right. This is a guy who could easily walk away from his job and still have gobs and gobs and gobs of money to stuff in the sacks in his eyes you know <laughs> this is a guy who could live forever yeah, well for the right. rest of his very short life no. on the money he has upwards of three weeks yeah yeah and if even if he was a if he was a 20 year old he could live on the money that he's had for right sure. now for sure so so it's always just this bad advice from people who are just so out of touch with reality yeah leave your fucking job because they're buddhists that's a fucking great reason to leave your job yeah, and I, I love the idea, too, that, like, you know, sooner or later, if you're around all these other thoughts, you're going to become infected by them. Sure, and like, they rub You're not going to become you. infected by them, but what you'll do is you'll start to think about them. Yeah, that's the problem. That's, and then we don't want you thinking those no, dirty thoughts about no, no. other ideas. Don't because, you start thinking your Buddhist thoughts. Right. No, soon you'll realize that there's more than one way to conceive of a world, and then <laughs> you'll... Start to think, wait a minute, if there's more than one way, then no one has a claim to truth. And then... Then the devil. It's really everything. It's yeah, well, that's where the devil comes in, right? Because right? right. it ain't Jesus Christ. Right. So we want to thank our latest patrons. We got a bunch. We want to greet them off here. We want to thank Mike, Alyssa, Brian, Nicole, and Kevin, Dustin, Chris, Doug, Chris K, Dotan, TJ, Daniel, Mark, Jesse, Jay. Pat Robertson, <laughs> Sean, Hal, Mark H, Mark E, Paul S, Bo, Carl, and Doug. Thank you all so much for your generous donations. Your donations go a long way to making sure the show happens. We put in a shit ton of time on this show. I put in a shit ton Cecil, of time on Cecil this show. Cecil really works. <laughs> no, hey, I mean, this is like legitimate. Cecil works really hard. And I, and to be, and to be perfectly blunt, I watch him work really yeah. hard. <laughs> and that's, I, I get so tired sometimes. I'll be laying in bed, drunk and fat and happy. And I'll think, man, I bet Cecil's still working on the show. Yeah. And then I doze off, yeah. you know, and it's like 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And I doze off, you know, for another four-hour nap. <laughs> and I think, man, I bet this is hard. So I want to thank all the patrons, <laughs> of course. But, I, you know, one of the things that we just did during this show is just out of nowhere, we found a charity that really needed some yep. help. We were able to donate to this charity on a whim. We would never be able to do that if we didn't have – this money coming in. So we want to, we want to thank everybody for doing that and for allowing us to give some of this money away that you give us. But Absolutely. we really, we really do appreciate everybody who is a patron and all kidding aside, we really do put a lot of time in the show and we really do appreciate when people give us a little bit of their money uh, for putting out the product. So Absolutely. And it gives us the ability to do these flexible things like go to Reason Con, yeah. which we're doing next month. And Donate money to charity. Yeah. Just stick the thumb in the eye of those fuckers at Andrews University. Yeah, fuck them. You know, and, and and thank you. We really appreciate having that flexibility, and that flexibility comes from you. 
So we got a ton of people sent us in, and I thought it was great. It was I awesome. thought it was great. Immediately when people saw this story, they immediately <laughs> thought of us. There was a rededication of a place called the Glory Hole. Uh, Glory Hole rededication. And uh, and basically it was on this uh, – it was on uh, WWJTD. Um, it was What Would JT Do? JT Do. And it was, uh, it was on his website on the Patheos blogs. And it was – it, it was awesome because it says it's it's faith and humor best headline I've seen in a while and it says glory hole rededication and there's a guy standing there <laughs> in his purple little schmuck and he's sticking his hand up and it says nothing wrong with being sexually naive however if you are that sexually naive you're definitely not in a position to be telling other people how to manage their sex lives I think that's great <laughs> great that's great awesome. article uh, and tons of people tons of people sent this to us. So uh, so thank you all. Immediately, everybody thought of us, which I, I thought was right? great. Yeah. Uh, we got a correction about the Michigan RFA bill, RFRA bill, and I guess that's the refuse. The refuse uh, refuse because of religious affiliation. And, uh, and Nathan sent us a message and said, hey, uh, by the way, that, that story that you guys read, and this was last week, I think, came out in November of 2014. Uh, it was crazy back then, but uh, it turns out that uh, that the bill did not pass the Senate, so it wound up that's great going not going through. So we we didn't realize that it was from a couple months. It was a couple months old story. So, um, but it's good that it didn't go through. We got a message from Rashawn Tom. Hey guys, Glory Hole. I have a question to ask. My name is Rashawn. I'm a 20 year old college student in North Carolina who just started to identify as an atheist about two years ago. Anyways, I'm sure you guys may have covered this on the podcast, but I couldn't find it because the files are random as uh, tits. Really? The titles are random as tits. I don't take that, me. My question is, what do you think about the statement, quote, it takes an equal amount of faith to not believe as it does to believe? Um, well, I think that's a stupid statement. I actually think that the people who make that statement don't understand the terms that they're using. Right. Um, faith, the word faith um, – almost always is used to apply um, or is applied to the idea that um, you believe in something without evidence, evidence to back without that evidence. up. Yeah, right? that's what faith it, is. That's what yeah. faith is. Yeah. I don't have faith in uh, gravity. I don't have any faith in gravity. I have evidence that supports the theory of gravity. Sure. It's tested. Yeah. It, it is held up every single time that I've ever done it. It's the same fucking stupid argument that people say, well, you have faith when you sit in that chair. That chair is going to hold your weight. No, I don't have faith. I have no faith in this chair that it's going to hold me up. What I have is 36 years of evidence sure. that shows that every time I've sat in a chair is similar in shape, structure, and size as this one. You've broken it. has it. supported yeah. <laughs> At least a portion of my weight for seconds <laughs> for before sec collapsing. Literal seconds. <laughs> underneath my substantial girth, at right. which point I've you yeah. know, used a hydraulic car sure, jack yeah. to support myself. To get yourself back up. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a massive difference between drawing conclusions based on evidence yeah. and uh, extrapolating those conclusions right. forward and then just deciding something's true because willy-nilly. Right. Yeah, and faith not to believe isn't a thing. Right? right. Because you're saying – because belief and faith are the same thing, right? Exactly. Right. So right. you can't – faith not to believe doesn't make any sense. What they're trying to say is they're trying to say that in order to uh, to look at the world with a scientific viewpoint, you need to have faith in science. But you don't need to have faith in science. What you need to have is evidence for scientific 
findings to be true or not true. Right. And so they're not using language. They're using language in a way rhetorically to try to win an argument, but it's not it's not correct language that you would use uh, if you were trying to define those two terms. And when I hear that argument, I, w- I will point out, I would not engage this argument. So if this argument gets presented to you, the very first thing I would do is say, hold on a minute. Before we begin, I need you to identify – I need you to define for me what you mean by faith. Define faith for me. Yeah. Because until you can define faith and believe, you are not in a position to even begin having a conversation about a sentence as obtusely written or a question <laughs> as obtusely written and purposefully obfuscating the truth yeah. as this sentence is. Yeah. So make them define their terms. The whole argument will collapse. Yeah. And and, and that's and, – and what you want to do too is use the Bogosian tactic that – uh, use that basically says a it uses a we rather than a you. So say, well, how would we define mm-hmm. faith? How would we define belief? It softens the blow and it doesn't put them on the spot. So you're not being as confrontational. And then you might actually have a very good conversation with this person about these things uh, because you sort of approached it in a different manner. We got a message back from Eric from Sweden, and he actually designed some really cool glory hole floor mats for us. And we are going to have a welcome mat. Uh, We are going to try to find somebody who did that. We had a a comment from somebody this week who said that they may be able to help us out. We're going to get in touch with them this week. So we have the glory hole mats. We're going to try to get some blanks printed and see what they look like. And then we're going to have a glory hole mat that we can sell, although I don't know how many we're going to have to. You're going to have to like... We're going to set up like a little warehouse of glory hole mats in your basement, Tom. Man. And you're going to have to move a lot of boxes. That's all I'm saying. That seems like work. Tom, it does seem like work. Ah, my wife is going to be exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> but Eric from Sweden, these are fucking They're amaze awesome. balls. Great these job. are amazing. Yeah. Thank you very much. We got a message from uh, from Don, and Don says, uh, you were talking last episode about how nothing an eight-year-old could do could frighten you. In my marriage now, defunct, my wife took full custody of her son on the urging of her ex-husband, while her son was 15 years old, this could have been done by an eight-year-old child. One day, he told the counselor at school that he was going to turn on the gas on the stove and let the house fill up with gas. He was then going to flick a bick. He repeated this story to the authorities, and he was handcuffed and taken to child adolescent psychology, and where he was eventually sent to a halfway house. Uh, okay. Um, well, first, what I want to say is I don't think that – I think that the point I was making – was more about it's your problem, right? So first, I don't believe that there's anything a child can do, especially an eight-year-old child could say or do that would make me afraid because my reaction would be the moment someone were to do this would be the reaction you had with this 15-year-old, which is I will get them help. I will do the things that are necessary to make sure this child is helped. It wouldn't scare me except for it would scare me in a way like I'm afraid that my child is now insane or something. You'd be right? emotionally terrified. I'd be emotionally terrified, but right. I wouldn't be afraid for my person because the moment my child threatened me, I would take care of it because I'm the fucking parent. And that's my goddamn job right. is to take care of it. <laughs> so I would take care of it. I wouldn't be – I was no – I'm speaking – I am clearly speaking from no authority whatsoever. I'm not a parent. I've never been a parent, but there is nothing 
I think that my nephews could say to me that I couldn't handle, that I couldn't handle as the adult. If I was in a car with them somewhere and they said, I'm going to kill you, well, looks like we're turning the car around. And if you <laughs> go for me or re- I put you in the front seat, if you reach for me, well, I'm just going to hold you until you stop and then we'll keep going. You know, like I'm right. an adult. I'll figure it out. I'm the fucking one in charge. I'm supposed to figure it out. Yeah. So I don't feel like while I understand where you're coming from, I don't feel like the guy in that story uh, who wound up at we found out later exercising his kids trying to get the demons out of him. Uh. That guy did not do his job as a parent at all. Right. And 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 I also think that that's bullshit that what he's saying is all after the fact to try to fucking cover up him giving away his kids to be raped by somebody. Oh, well, yeah, I, I think. And, you know, I will I will point out that this email was sent from somebody who works at a sanctuary for birds. And because birds are consummately evil, I cannot trust anything from this email. <laughs> birds are fucking straight up evil. Right. I am terrified of them. I am terrified so, of your email. So an eight-year-old bird. An eight-year-old bird, I would fucking run screaming. Yeah, I would give that to someone to be raped. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. Birds are good for one thing. Eaten. We got a message from Terry, and he says, "Keep up the goo work." He says, "I wanted to thank you for making uh, f- for making some of the tough times at work bearable over the last weeks. One thing, though, it's hard to explain: laughing till almost crying in our new open office layout. Uh, one hazard: it seems I sing along with the parody Ella Akbar, providing some <laughs> near HR moments. That's terrific. Oh, Terry, we're glad awesome. you could. Uh, we're glad you enjoy it, and we're happy that you were." Uh, you listen, and we hope that we get you through some uh, some hard times. We got a message from Galen, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. It's just a picture. Galen drew a <laughs> so little sketch funny. about last episode. You'll have to go to this episode 214 to uh, to take a look at it. I laughed out loud when I opened I, this on my phone. Great. It was great. Thank you. We got a message from James, and James says uh, James was talking a little bit about Idaho, and then and because Idaho sucks, and then he said. Uh, I think uh, I remember the two of you talking about people's fear of vaccines and thought I would relate something to you. <laughs> this is great. Tom, Tom, why don't you read what James says? It says, at my place of employment, we were given the option of getting preventative rabies vaccinations. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you work? I don't like, want to know. You like, you like work at the Angry Raccoons <laughs> factory? <laughs> Where do you work? You like come home and it was like you got something on your shoulder. It's just a raccoon. It just bit you from earlier. It's just hanging there. Hey, welcome to Cujo's R Us. Where do you work? I don't know. Preventive rabies vaccination. It's like fucking Bill's Bat Emporium. It's like welcome to the Possum Hut. It's so. Uh, what the fuck? I work in an office. <laughs> I just. I can't imagine if if they said like, "Hey man, want a preventative rabies?" <laughs> I'm like, you're like, what am I doing? Field work? Like, what's happening? I'm uh, terrified oh, of my review God. this year. Oh. <laughs> so he said. One of my coworkers refused on the grounds that he, a middle-aged man, might develop autism. <laughs> This is the best part. Or give autism to someone in his family. Oh, I'm so sorry. I came home. I got I got some so I got a fever and a mild case of autism. Oh, and I gave it to my kids. Oh, oh man. Oh, it's so great. I can't even read that. 
Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, James. That it's was like awesome. That, it's like that office where they race for the cure. Yeah, it's a race for the cure. And <laughs> he hits her with his car. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this week. I did want to uh, remind you that we are in the podcast awards, and that's going to be going on for a little, little bit. You can vote every single day. You can also vote for your other favorites. Um, if you're a fan of My Book of Mormon or Scathing Atheist or... The Thinking Atheist. We're going to be on The Thinking Atheist this week, it turns out. That's true. Um, we're going to be on The Thinking Atheist show this upcoming Tuesday. I want to say it's Tuesday night. So you can catch us on The Thinking Atheist show. Uh, I think at one point I say something like, uh, uh, you wouldn't know funny if it fucked you in the mouth while we were on there. <laughs> I think that's what I said. So uh, so let's see if that made it in the final oh, cut. Let's see. see. Let's see if, if Seth kept that line. Oh, Who knows, that's right? That's probably his ringtone. I didn't, I didn't say it to Seth. No, no, no. I, no, didn't, no. I was referencing no. uh, something that happened on our website. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, so, so if you listen, listen for that key phrase. The key phrase is, <laughs> you wouldn't know funny it's if like it fucked Pee-wee's, you in the mouth. It's like Pee-wee's Playhouse. Like, the word of the day is, <laughs> you wouldn't know funny if it fucked you in the mouth. <laughs> it's like balloons that drop. <laughs> like every time oh, it comes up in Yeah, and then the awkward girl says it somehow. How? Like, how did that happen? Uh, so, so check out the Thinking Atheist this week. Vote for us in the podcast awards. Vote for your for your other favorite podcast in the podcast awards. But please vote for us in the news and politics section. Uh, we really appreciate. it. We have never won an award. We'd love. I'd to like try to win to an win award. A, win a a major award. Like, I just like I got, a lamp with a fucking a leg lamp with a goddamn <laughs> fucking shade on it's it. It's a major it's award. Fragile. <laughs> So, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for uh, for this episode of uh, Cognitive Dissonance. We'll be back next week with another full episode, but we're going to leave you, as we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno-Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo-quasi-alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead, pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.